Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the D-Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. I'm Nia D'Amelio, he's Trent Dozier, and today, a guest of guests, this guy we've been trying to get on the pod for years. An attorney since day one. (laughs) It's Andy Urschel, y'all. Hello. What's up, Andy? I mouthed along. I didn't want to jump in too early, you know, but I did mouth along with the hello. I appreciate that. What's up with that little treat? What's Andy's got a great little milkshake, got a little milkshake on his side yeah, of the my wall. My dinner came a little late, so I'm not going to eat during the <laughs> during this. I may take a few sips from my Five Guys milkshake, though. Andy is, of course, located in the world-famous Valparaiso, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. We love it. Home of Bryce Drew. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. That's about it. Yes, it was, and it. now it is. Now it is not. Um, <laughs> yeah, he went on to better things. I don't know. He's a coach somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. he is. I don't know where, but he definitely. I don't really follow sports, um, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, Andy follows. I think you should leave. Yeah, baby. This yes. is like in addition to finally having Andy on the podcast, we're finally doing. I think you should leave season two. I think you should leave season two. Yeah. And honestly, Andy played a huge role in our I think you should leave season one episode getting like as much attention as it did. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We got like a bunch what of I new do. listeners because because <laughs> Andy put it on the I think you should leave supper. <laughs> yes, I did. You're right. Okay. Which the first time <laughs> I was screwed up, I like messed the link up and that's uh I've never been more intimidated by a knowledgeable subreddit in my life. Like, anytime someone posts yeah. something, I'm like, no one's going to find good. Because every comment is a quote from the show. And someone yes. posts something and you're like, all right, they're not going to find any good ones. And then you like rifle through ten quotes. You're like, fuck, they're all perfect. And I didn't think of any of those. <laughs> so, yeah, the first time I messed it up, it was just like, I thought this uh, tournament was going to be awesome. Turns out it fucking sucks. <laughs> so they're always ready love. to go. Yeah. Uh, well, all three of us are really big. I think you should leave fans. Yeah. We watched it the day it came out, yeah. but we just haven't. Well, that's what that's where I wanted to start with. Andy, I would love for you to open up uh, our discussion here. I, I would like you to talk about, obviously we're doing which season two I think you should leave sketch is the best. I think you should leave season two sketch. Uh, I think you should leave, of course, created by and starring Tim Robinson, also co-created and co-written by Zach Kanan. Um, Andy, why don't you tell us about your experience with season one? Obviously, you're a huge fan of it, like us. And then, if you could talk about your experience with season two, because I know Nia and I felt a certain way about it, um, and I think our feelings, our initial feelings are not our current feelings. 
Um, oh. But you're in your corncob TV shirt. I'm in my corncob TV hat. Why don't you get yes. us going? Unofficial merch, you know. Uh, you kind of broke yeah, up at the beginning. It. Were you asking me to talk about season one as well? Yeah, season okay. one and two. Yeah, and the differences I mean, and I mean, look, just your I, experience. I love sketch comedy. Um, it's probably my favorite form. Um, I've been in it since like my neighbor introduced me to uh, Monty Python when I was in like sixth grade. It's been downhill ever since. I spent like a good like <laughs> if you knew me in the nineties, you you I forced you to watch Mr. Show, and now if you know me in like the twenty tens, I'm forcing you to watch. I think you should leave, uh, which is the next best thing. I mean, Mr. Show will always be my favorite, just because I was that age for it, you know, as it was yeah. coming up. But yeah, season one, I like watched it and I enjoyed it. Um, but wasn't like blown away. And I think that's, this is what makes the show special is, you know, then just like a few days later, I was like, I'll I'll just put it on again while I, you know, work on something on my computer and listen Mm -hmm. to it. And then I probably watched it every day for like three weeks, you know, I just, that it like suddenly (laughs) clicked and you're just like, oh my God, this is so quotable. Uh, it's so off the wall. Um, but still kind of original and. I loved it. Yeah, I loved season one, and then season two came out. Yeah, I was one of those guys that, I mean, it came on 2 a.m. here, and I I made it through most of it. You know, this season kind of tapers, and like season five, is, or it's, uh, episode five's not the best, so it's kind of, yeah. now it's like 3.30 in the morning, and I was waning a little bit. But then going back the next day, it's like, wow, some of these ones that like even weren't hitting five hours before are, are hitting strong again. And so, yeah, yeah, I thought this season was really strong. I do. I mean, I think some of the, you know, I think one of the issues we're going to run into here is this season is some of the best ones are so good. Like this tourney's yeah. a little top heavy, like the top yes. five mm-hmm. to six are just like, how, how could anything beat them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. Yep. That's why I like the tournaments, because the tourneys are crazy. <laughs> you just never know. Never know. You just never know. No. Because I certainly not the was best not on a, you know, their bones on their money were my number one pick. I mean, I probably had that at, like, <laughs> fucking 12 or something as far as first season goes. Same. So, who knows? I have no idea. I feel you. I'm excited to see where well, we go. I th- yes, I think we, Nia and I... Honestly, your your reaction to season one was kind of how I feel like we reacted to season two. We both loved season one, watched it many, many, many times, and I think we're both immediately like in on it. Season two, we also watched the day it came out. We watched the whole thing all in a row, and we were like, "Yeah, that was good. That was mm-hmm. good." Yeah. And then we, but we didn't put it back on. We just kind of started quoting it back to each other. Yeah, I didn't really watch it again until like recently, but I quote it all the time, yes. even though I haven't seen it as it's, much. It was just overall underrated, I felt like. And yeah. now I feel like it's arguably more quotable overall than what the first season Yeah, was. I definitely yeah. think it's more quotable, for sure. Um and yeah, the ones that hit just hit. There are just some lines that have become incorporated. I mean, even uh, my wife doesn't. You know, she shouldn't dislike it, but she does not watch it like I do. But even yeah. she has like three or four lines that are now just part of her vernacular. Like it will never go yes. away. <laughs> it will be there forever. Um, yeah, but that's what makes it fun. 
That's what makes it one of the greatest sketch shows in the existence of time and space. Yeah. And, um, then, you know, and I, think it, I think it's because it also is kind of short. Like, they don't really... Yeah. It's not like I gotta watch ten episodes of a half hour and they're really just trying to, like, scrape for sketches. It's just like, this is the best stuff that we've come up with in a year and mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, season three is on its way. We don't have an official uh, release date yet. I, in fact, I would be surprised if we got it this year, but... Um, I don't know. We didn't want to wait. We've waited long enough to have Andy on the podcast, and we've <laughs> yeah. waited. Honestly, we've waited long enough to do season two. So yeah, I'm we're glad here we now. waited too because I did. You know, I did my rankings when the season came out, and then since we're yeah. doing this, I re redid them, and I was very interested to see kind of like ones that have uh, jockeyed their position around. Some are like still boom right where I left them. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some some have skyrocketed, some have absolutely plummeted. Um, I don't know. I guess that's how it goes, you know. <laughs> that's how it goes. Let's get let's get into those numbers. <clears throat> okay, for the seeding of this tournament, uh, if you're a frequent listener of the tournament podcast, you will know this. If you're an infrequent listener, um, I'm here to tell you that when we seed these tournaments. Nia and I do not contribute to the seeding, really. We typically, you know, take lists or, you know, we use science and math. But for this tournament, uh, Nia, myself, and Andy were all a part of the ranking system. So I took one, two, three, four, five um, online rankings of the sketches, um, plus the three of us. So the rankings are from me, Nia, Andy, Den of Geek, Reply Alt, IndieWire, Paste Magazine and Uprocks, and oh. so those eight those eight entities uh, ranked the sketches on this season, and from there uh, I averaged out everyone's rankings, and that uh, produced your seed for this tournament. Now, since there are so there's 28 uh, sketches in the whole tournament or in the whole season, and all 28 sketches will be featured in the tournament. Um, 28, obviously, not an even number in terms of tournaments so uh what this is is the opening round is missing the top four seats top four seeds have a buy um instead of calling it the plan since the majority of the tournament is happening we're calling it the opening round second round quarterfinal semifinal finals that's not important but it's it's boring tournament so gotta have that Um, so what do you think, Ania? Since there's 28, should we just go region by region? Yeah, I think so. All right. Here we go. Oh my God, let's get into it. (laughs) Um, and again, uh, a lot of these sketches were called different things, um, on different lists. I'm not sure what the official titles of every sketches are. I think some of them I've gotten correct here. Some of them maybe not. But when you're voting, uh, also right now we're about to explain what each one is, and when you're voting, there will be an accompanying picture. So if you don't recognize the title of the sketch, hopefully the picture will let you know what the sketch is. Um, Also, if you're voting in this tournament, you know damn well what every single sketch is based on one picture that I can promise you. Okay, here we go. The upper left-hand side of the bracket. Region name to be determined. We have the number one overall seed, Carl Havoc. 
will face the winner of the 16-seeded Claire's versus the 17-seeded Little Buff Boys competition. The 9-seeded Sloppy Stakes will take on the 24-seeded Stable of Stars, and the 8-seeded Gimme That will take on the 25-seeded Office Serpent. Uh, let's start with the number one seed, Carl Havoc. What uh, what can we name this region based off of its its number one seed? I think it has to be I Don't Want to Be Around Anymore. I Don't Want to Be Around Anymore yeah. region. <laughs> that one okay, writes great. itself. This is, That's a no this is, this, this is the I Don't Want to Be Around Anymore region. Or just the Chin Kills region. <laughs> Uh, there's too much shit on me. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we talk about Carl Havoc, we'll talk about who uh, is competing to face Carl Havoc in the second round. It is the 16-seeded Claire's, which is the final sketch of the entire season, versus mm-hmm. the 17-seeded Little Buff Boys competition. Uh, <sighs> dare I say the spiritual successor and lesser version of the Baby, Baby of, of the, the Year, year. sketch yes. from season one. Uh, how how are we feeling on all this? How are we feeling? I Claire's of course is the video with Ron Tusbler where uh, a little girl is getting her ears pierced at Claire's, and there are other little girls um, saying why you shouldn't be scared, and also you know seventy four year old Ron Tus Tusbler who's talking about putting his dead yeah. dad in jib jabs for his mom and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Actor uh, actor <laughs> Richard Wharton from Chicago. Wow, Chicago boy. Little fun fact there. Mm-hmm. Love to hear that. You know, these are like, I think these are ranked very appropriately. Appropriately, like they're right in the middle of the pack, but like for different reasons. Mm. And I'll be honest, it wasn't until this most recent watch that I even really had a positive feeling about Buff Boys. Oh, I I didn't really like it until the last time we watched it, and then I was like. Oh, it's okay. But I think I've always liked Claire's. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that Buff Boys was so heavily featured in the promotion for season two. Mm -hmm. And it's in the first episode. I think it'll win. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know what is? First prediction. Well, you know why I also think that's interesting? Because of what Andy was saying earlier. Episode five is definitely, it drops off. And like, the majority of the top half of this bracket are in the first three episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and also if you're just, like, throwing it on before bed or something, you typically start with episode one or whatever. Maybe you're right. Maybe people aren't making it all the way to all the way to Claire's. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, think, I think, for me should, personally... Though, they can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would personally choose Claire's, but... Yes. I don't think it'll win. I would also personally choose Claire's. Um, for me in this tournament, I legitimately feel like my favorite like 14 or 15 sketches could all be top five. And Claire's for me, I personally had ranked 12th, but I love that sketch. I think Ron Tusbler's so funny and just talking about the people you love fading away, turning into babies. <clears throat> um and obviously, Little Buff Boys has just so much parallels to so many parallels to Baby of the Baby Year. Of the Year. Mm-hmm. And Baby of the Year is just a better version it of is. this sketch. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict Claire's. I think okay. I, I hope the people will, the cream will rise to yeah. the crop, so to speak. Andy, what do you? think? I went with Claire's too. Um, I, a, I think 
this uh, particular matchup will really whoever wins this it will just determine how dark <laughs> this tournament goes i think if people will go <laughs> for the dark stuff or not but i do think yeah. little buck boys i think what it holds against it is yeah it's in that first episode but it's right after carl havoc and it is kind of yep. like a lesser baby of the year so it, it you know it's you're like oh cool sam's back and then like oh sam's kind of doing the same thing like you almost wanted you know yeah love i love that he brings some people back but they got to be doing different stuff and just i hope yeah. yeah i hope the claire's i don't know there's a lot of uh, a lot going on in the claire's one for me personally uh my mother-in-law is kind of um has been diagnosed with dementia so like that sketch to me like i cry every time i watch that sketch now it's like so personally uh so personal to me um but yeah i love i love that guy um I, I love the uh, the guy also who has to watch the video is like super pissed. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's such a funny. Little, I know like, this already. Extra joke. Yeah, like they don't introduce that guy. Just all of a sudden he's in there. Like I know this shit. Come on. Um, but yeah, I'm going Claire's. This I hope is for baby. I hope it's for. I hope it's Claire's. But I could. I could totally see Buff Boys taking it. Yeah, I could also see Buff Boys taking it. Um, so Nia, your official I'm, prediction I is I Buff Boys. I think Buff Boys will take it. And the two of us are riding with Claire's. Now, I'm assuming, I'm assuming none of the three of us think that uh, the number one seeded Carl Havoc will be filled by either of these. No. No, absolutely not. No. I've seen too much fan art of Carl Havoc to. Yeah, that's like the most memeable thing to come out of both seasons. I mean, that's, you see that everywhere. Yeah. 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 Carl Havoc, (coughs) the sketch. Excuse me was was easily the number one seed. Uh, Carl Havoc, its average ranking was an even three. Yeah, the I next had closest three. was The next closest was a 6.75. Um, I personally, along with Reply, Reply All, Pace Magazine, and Uproxx, all had it as the number one sketch. IndieWire had it two. Andy had it three. Den of Geeks, six. And Nia had it ninth. Whoa! I cannot wait <laughs> to hear your top five. I don't even remember. What they are. So, so Nia, you hate Carl Havoc. You hate. I this don't kid. hate Carl Havoc. Obviously, not. It's still in my top ten. It's a stupid. Premise. I think the Carl Havoc. Carl Havoc is great. It kind of. Um, Trent knows this, and Andy. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I'm going to talk about another show for a second, and that's Joe Para. Oh, talks heck yes. to you. Joe Para talks to you. And I can't watch Joe Para because I don't know if he's being, if he's real or not. <laughs> right? It's like, uh, it makes me upset. And so I can't watch it. And so Carl Havoc has that, like, it just gets a little too real for me at the end uh-huh. that I can't handle it. So, but that's on me. That's on me. Well, it's also, it's what Andy was talking about earlier, which is, how dark will the voting get? <laughs> and right. also, something Nia points out every time we watch it is Tim cries at least once an episode. He, he cries, cries so much sketches. in this season. Oh this season, this season is he is, cries in this and in the next one, which is the ghost one. This Both. Se- this he season cares. is overall much darker in that sense. It's still a lot of the same goofy comedy, but it does have a darker slant. Which honestly, you know. I think all of us at our core, we're all a little dark. We like a little dark oh, humor. Yeah. I love it dark. And for me, 
I was just, it's also like, it's like the third sketch of the whole season. It was the first thing you laughed at out loud God, when we first watched it. Him just talking about, I don't want to be around anymore. Yeah, that switch. Well, I was watching. The switch from anger to just uh, total defeat. And that like yes. kind of side rock he does as he turns, like it's just yeah. so much. You can't see him at all, but you can tell everything that's going on. It's so good. It's also I every time I rewatch it, I really and I think this contributes to what I said earlier about how I feel about it. I really get my hopes up because it starts so funny. Yeah, he's so right. excited. Carmine Laguzio. They're doing like the you know they put one thing on him and he goes, I don't even look the same. Like it's so funny, and then it. I mean, the twist is so severe. I mean, it, it absolutely deserves to be the number one seed, even if I can't handle it. Yeah. I can be objective. Yeah, I'm not that. surprised it's number one at all. All right, well, we're all taking Carl Havick to defeat <laughs> Claire's or Little Buff Boys. Yep. Moving on, we have the nine-seeded Sloppy Steaks versus the 24-seeded Stable of Stars. Let's start with Stable of Stars. It's in the fourth or fifth episode, I believe, but it's the uh, one it's friend buys episode. another friend fifth episode one friend buys another friend a johnny carson impersonator from stable of stars for their birthday but of course the johnny carson impersonator is hitting everybody and at that price point he can so it's fine it's not okay but it's allowed is basically the the lay of the land there how do we all feel about stable of stars because i'm assuming we're all going to pick sloppy steaks to advance here yeah i pick steaks although this is this is one where i look at it and i'm like i you know how how out of touch i i'm an older guy and i don't want to be the principal skinner and so i'm like you know i like sloppy steaks i had it ranked way higher than than this rank um mm-hmm. or at least a little higher but you know i could totally see because the the stable of stars especially on the subreddit like people do come out with he can hit all the time like that line is so pervasive in that community yeah. So I'm like, oh shit, am I, you know, am I out of touch? Do am I just like, yeah, sloppy steaks, obviously that's the funniest well, one. And are people gonna be like, no, no. I love George Kennedy jokes. Yeah. I I when I was doing my own personal rankings, when I got down towards the you know, the back half of the things of the sketches, for me personally, it was more about like it was really a battle of sketches overall versus like one single line in the sketch. Like I think mm-hmm. I had I think I had the Carbervac sketch higher than any other list and it's purely from the line of you sure about that? You sure about that that's why? That's what Nancy that does. From... Nancy does that all the time. You sure about that? <laughs> it's you great. Sure about that's why? <laughs> they but named the I episode like... after that line. I mean, that's yeah. how good yeah. that line is. Yeah. So I I almost feel like Stable of Stars is it's similar with that line of Tim running in and being like, he can hit, he can hit. But there's some other, like, th- it's almost throwaway how Tim is just shitting on the neighborhood all the time. And, and the, oh, That's the my favorite part the of the sketch. Like, there's no cute yeah, restaurants that's the best. in this neighborhood. And he can't, he can't yeah. send his guys to a nice, that's all he wants to do is send them to a cute coffee shop. Then they'd be out of everyone's it, hair. But it's that girl's Remin- fault. Reminiscent. <laughs> Yeah. Reminiscent of you can see the Wendy's through the front window <laughs> yeah. from the season first one. season. Well, I 
I think Stable of Stars for me is definitely not my favorite. I'm absolutely picking sloppy steaks here. Um, but I think especially where it is in the season, you know, it's a little later. It's in the fifth episode. Something that I said right away after we first watched this season was that I felt like Tim really went all in on old old people. And, like, in the first season, we definitely get some old people like Ruben, Ruben. Breakout Star. Mm-hmm. But, like, in this season, there's, like, so many old people. And I feel like by the time we got to Stable of Stars, I was like, I get it. And I feel, like, bad at watching. I don't know. I feel no, bad watching point. this season, I guess. I was burned out on old people. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, we all are. <laughs> so we all think, think uh, sloppy steaks will advance. So we'll save our sloppy steaks talk. Um We'll move on. The next matchup is the eight-seeded Gimme That, which we'll also hold because I'm assuming we all think that'll win. And we'll talk about yeah. the 25-seeded Office Surfing, which I think we all think will lose to Gimme That. Um, office Surfing, for me, ended up being my second-to-last-ranked sketch in the end. Um, but, again, this is another one that has a great joke about chode jeans, so, you know, yeah. I don't know. Take, take, it, take it what you will. 54-inch waist, 10-inch legs, fucking choke. I think that um, I think like I mean there of course can be more than one office sketch in every season like I think that's fine Yeah. but I think when you have an office sketch like Dan flashes <laughs> um, and then you do this other office sketch you're just like he's also choking on the hot dog in the office yeah there's just so many more interesting things going on in other offices in the season than what's going on in this office in this sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is not one of my favorite. I know when I originally did my list, I had it dead last. And then I have a note here, because I had it 21st. I said, why do I have this so high? <laughs> like, I don't know. This is like a <laughs> sketch that I just, I, you know, I don't really know what to do with it. I think 25 is actually a pretty good seed for it. Um, yeah. But, you know, you know, it's like two different sketches. There's the weird surfing bit, and then... I mean, everything goes haywire, which I, I, is indicative of these sketches. The but show, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think the balance of it works. And I don't yeah, know why. I think, I think if you want something that's a sketch that is two different sketches in one, look no further than Sloppy Steaks. Yeah. Let's yes. talk about it. So, so we're And to be clear, we're both predicting Sloppy Steaks and Gimme That will advance, right? Yes. Yes. Great. Let's talk about them. Oh, my the sloppy God. Sloppy steaks. Nia, you are, go ahead. I, I, Trent can confirm or deny. I think these are my top two. Okay. I'll tell you right now. Uh, Nia, number one. No. Okay. Uh, they oh, are yeah. your two and three. My give two me that, and three. Give me that is Nia's number two, and sloppy steaks is Nia's number oh three. Oh, my God. Excellent. Okay, so we're talking sloppy steaks first. Um, sloppy steaks grew on me. Yeah. I don't think I understood it at first. And then really what hooked me was the dangerous nights half and the slow motion and like the waiter being like, no sloppy steaks tonight, guys. And then being like, come on. That whole like montage is so funny to me. And then like, I learned to love the first half as well. I just, I just think that like, and plus, Trent always, 
we quote this one all the time. We always go, no thanks, we're good, <laughs> um, which is something that Tim says to the waiter. And then you always go, you think this is slick back? <laughs> this, this is, is pushback. Push <laughs> oh, yeah, that would slick back real nice. <laughs> and then, of course, people can change. Like, I, I, there's so many. I say people can change all the time. Yeah, people and there's can There's so change. many good things. A lot of good, good things in like, uh, uh, real specifics in here, like the chicken spaghetti at Chickalini's. Yes. Uh, live for New Year's Eve. Like, it's just, it has so many, like, little bits. Like, uh, you know, you, we went out for wings. You were my Dangerous Nights crew, you know. And then the, yeah. uh, uh, God, I can't, I'm so embarrassed, I can't remember every single detail from the show, but, you know, when he's like, yeah, the, oh, that, that that restaurant's closed, his brother's out now, you know. He's got yeah. all the inside scoop on. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah. Okay. I love Sloppy, sloppy steaks. steaks. is Sloppy Steaks is going head-to-head with, give me that, uh, which is also a personal favorite of this household. Yeah. Uh, of course, Gimme That is when Tim and two friends go and meet their old uh, law professor for for dinner, and uh, he wants a bite of Tim's he wants a bite of Tim's sandwich, mm-hmm. but you know, he was never taught how to ask for people's food or their burgers. <laughs> he's just a scared little boy on the inside. Who, Come on. Every day he's worried that he's gonna have to go to jail. Well, his wife will go to jail. His wife will go to jail because. He goes down on her. A little boy goes down on her every night. Oh my god! It's maybe the best Trench. button to any any of these sketches. That's the that's the best line in the history of sketch comedy. Yeah, Trent screamed like screamed the first time we watched that, just howling at that line. Um, I think that see it went I'll over my, my head. First. And I I don't know if it was just because yeah. of what time it was when I was watching it, and yeah. Trent texted me that, and I was like, "What the fuck part is that?" And then I went back, and it was just like, "Oh my god." I'm glad I missed it because I still liked that sketch, and then that yeah. added yeah. on to it. Over the moon! Oh my god! Yeah, the this is what I originally like way back when I did them. I had it a lot higher, and I, I think I, 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 I doubted myself, and I had it at like seven on this list. I originally had it number four, so I'm glad that I'm not out of touch, and that yeah, the younger crowd is ranking this higher because it's good. Well. And that girl, the, Tiffany just... Daniels in it, uh, I like love her performance in the sketch. Uh, yes. I don't know why. And yeah. even my wife was like, I, that girl's really good. I'm like, I know. Yeah. But she's not doing anything. <laughs> but it's just like, she's so good in that sketch. The, yeah. show, the show has a great casting department. They're really good at finding these wacky old people, but then they find great straight people to play across them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know <sighs> okay. if they are able to find good bad actors or if they just find bad actors that are funny yeah yeah i like it's crazy well this uh brings us to a very difficult choice then uh what do we think the people will do here do we think the people will send sloppy steaks through or do we think the people will send gimme that through i think that this is a no-brainer sloppy steaks win Mm -hmm. um even though i love Give me that. I mean, they're my two and three practically interchangeable. Yeah. I, but I feel like Dangerous Nights has become like Dangerous Nights. Dangerous Nights crew has become like something in the fandom more than no sloppy steaks tonight, guys. Okay. <laughs> Let's slop them up. Let's slop them up. What we are we say gonna, that all the time. What are we gonna do? We're good guys. 
Let's slap them up. I will it's say, so as much as I love this show, if I were out to eat with someone and they were like, I'm going to pour water on my steak, I'd be like, too far. Stop it. Don't do that. Yeah. I don't like the show yeah. that much. Or I would ruin a steak. Um, Andy, I believe I I believe you predicted sloppy steaks would I did also well, pick correct? sloppy steaks. I did. I did. And it's to, too, to it's be far clear, too Andy quotable. sent me his predictions ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I got to agree and say sloppy steaks which sets up the absolute powerhouse matchup of carl havoc versus sloppy steaks just immediately starting with a a tough a tough matchup all the way through yeah andy oh i think it's carl havoc it's carl havoc by a mile the button knows that no sorry Uh, but yeah, I mean, as, as quotable as stakes is, I mean, Carl, Carl's got yeah. it. Carl's got it. Um, Nia? I think, yeah, I think Carl will. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I agree. I think it'll be very close. Yeah. But I, I, I'll pick Carl. I have then. also thought long and hard about what I think the people will do here. And you know what? In the end, there's just too much shit on me. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the chin kills. <laughs> I think Carl Havoc will win the region, which is it's it's no surprise. It's the number one seed. I think that's expected. Um, but there's you know there's some absolute bangers in the, you know like we said sloppy steaks and give me that are respectively the two and three for both myself and Nia. We both had them ranked second and third, but in the opposite the order. opposite order. Oh, nice. So just absolute bangers in that region. Mm-hmm. Uh, we move now to the lower left hand side of the region. Where the uh, the sketch with the buy is the four seated oh, ghost tours. Uh, my initial suggestion would say the region should be called Jizz, like Cumshot region. <laughs> but maybe... <laughs> um, I also Cumshot was also my first instinct, but I think to keep it a little PG, I think maybe uh, worst day at your job. Uh, worst day at your job region, sure. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah, we'll go I can go that. along we'll with, go that with that one. Or, or Donkey Dick. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I want it so badly to be cum shop, but... Or, uh, or do any of these fuckers dot dot dot. <laughs> do any of these fuckers, Regan? Any of these... <sighs> fuckers. As he's crying. Uh, okay, so the other, <laughs> yes. the other matchups are as follows. The four-seated Ghost Tour... We'll take on the winner of the 13-seated You Can't Skip Lunch versus the 20-seated The Shops at the Creek commercial. The 12-seated Detective Crashmore trailer versus the 21-seated Cosmos Restaurant. And the 5-seated Dan Flashes Per Diem versus the 28-seated Framing Dave. Uh, So we start with the first sketch of the entire season, the 13-seated You Can't Skip Lunch. Where, of course, uh, Tim is trying to eat lunch, but they've pushed a meeting up because someone's got to <laughs> make a flight. So Tim tries to eat his lunch, which is a hot dog, uh, out of his sleeve, and he gets caught and ends up choking, <laughs> <laughs> ends up choking on the hot dog. Uh, how do we feel about this? <laughs> I'm laughing just thinking about it. Um, I think this will definitely beat Shops at the Creek. Um Shops at the Creek is a very funny infomercial, but nothing more than that. I think you can't skip lunch. I mean, the image of him, like, because <laughs> he's kind of, like, bent down forward, and then he, like, 
shoots his head up to show the hot dog. Ah! <laughs> it's just so and funny. He, when he, he throws up on the backpack and he's like, whose backpack is this? I almost because tripped I almost on it. Because I almost tripped on it. Yeah. As it's he so taps funny. his vomit with his foot. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shops at the Creek commercial, of course, is the infomercial played after the original Dan Flash's sketch, which we will be talking about shortly. Um, I agree. There's not a lot. It's it's funny. There's not a lot to latch on to. There's no, like, lines. Um, to me, like, the funniest quote-unquote line is the guy face-to-face with the pattern <laughs> right. trying to figure it out. As he just gets lost um, but, in, in, into it. Yeah, he gets lost in it. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I think you can't skip lunch advances here pretty easily. Yeah. Um, Andy, thoughts on either of the two sketches? Uh, well, first, I want to say I'm. I would love to see the other, like the five online rankings, because when I initially ranked these, I had shops at the creek at 26, and you were like, "That's a little high." So I was like, and so I dwelled on that for six months, and I was like, "He's right. Like that's the like the bottom barrel." And then this comes in at 20. I was like. What the hell? So I'm curious. I'm really curious okay. where other people. I'll have tell you. Shops I'll tell creek. you. I'll tell you right now. It's all. It's all over the board. The three of us okay. are pretty united. Andy had it dead last at 28. I had it 25. Nia had it 22. Okay. Den of Geek had it at four. And Pace what Magazine had fuck? it. At, Pace Magazine had it at six. Then we also have two 13 seeds and a 22. Uh, I've heard so much. Den of Geek and Den of Geek and Pace Magazine is where it's it's where it gets elevated. All right. Well, it doesn't matter because uh, yeah, this is gonna lose. So you can't skip lunch. Which I you know have I uh, eaten in a meeting before by hiding my food? Absolutely. So I really <laughs> uh, identified with this sketch. Uh, the uh, I'm so tired has also become a line that is in the vernacular in this house. I'm just, uh, I'm just to the, the point of if someone says it been. wrong, you have to say I'm so tired in the right in the right way. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, and that sketch is you know I think in the middle of the pack is I think it's a good seating for it. I I know I had it a lot lower, but it mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't matter to me. It's gonna be shops at the creek. Uh, which yeah. who knows could be a four seed powerhouse that's outrageous <laughs> uh, okay so we can talk about ghost tour in depth now I'm assuming we all predict ghost tour will beat you can't skip lunch yes yes great uh, Nia why don't you talk a little bit about ghost tour I love ghost tour um, I think this is probably the first time I laughed in the series um, when we first watched it and I think specifically when he comes back and he's crying <laughs> and then he just, and then he says, I'm not, uh, I'm not telling a, or, oh, I'm not trying to be funny. Not trying to not have trying anybody to have, have the worst, worst day, day at their, their job. job. That was so funny to me. But I also remember saying to you that I wanted his mom at the end to be a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just his mom. So then I like, didn't like this sketch cause I was like missed opportunity, but it's, it's so funny. I don't know where I put it. <laughs> Nia, you had it at seven. Andy had it exactly right at four, and I had it at eight. Oh, wow. It's just, it's so good. And the guy giving the tour is, like, so aggressive. <laughs> he <laughs> He's, like, so mean. Um, it's just so good, and it's, Tim's so earnest, and, uh, yeah, I love it. I don't know. It's just good. Yeah, the idea, the the premise of, of, of being on an adult tour so you can say whatever you want 
and him just going into weird, like, talking about donkey dicks and cum shots and whatever, instead of, like, I feel like a normal person would be like, oh, great, I can say fuck on this tour. Right. right. Whereas Tim is just, like, a psychopath about it. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, it's a sketch that, you, the more you watch it, you learn more about him. Because, yeah, when his mom comes to pick him up, she has all this religious memorabilia on the dashboard. Yeah. So it's like, oh, here's a guy who lives with his mom, probably in a very conservative household, is not allowed to do anything. So he's so excited just to be on this ghost tour where he is allowed to swear, but he doesn't understand the context of what that means. Yeah. So he's and yeah. and like when someone asks like what what do people see the ghost wearing? He's like rolls his eyes cuz he's like why aren't you at, why aren't you asking the vulgar things we're allowed to ask? <laughs> like for him it's such a release and that's why he gets so upset cuz he's like I'm not doing anything wrong, which he technically is not, right? Yeah, uh, I think. Oh God, that's just. I love the that sketch. The more I watch it, just how in depth it really gets to the character motivations. And I mean, nothing makes a, a sketch funnier than when you really, really start to analyze it. But I mean, yeah, I just just his <laughs> yeah the, his crying and where the the line of uh, you know you can't get mad. You can't change the rules because you yeah. don't like the way I'm doing yes. it. Like, that's his whole yes. thought process through the whole thing. And <laughs> he just doesn't get it. And everyone else is like, get the fuck uh, out of here. But I, I'm with him. Okay, the next matchup, the 12-seated Detective Crashmore trailer versus the 21-seated Cosmos restaurant. Oh. Uh, We'll talk about the uh, Detective Crashmore trailer here first, of course. This is the trailer for the movie uh, that is the prelude to the interview with Santa Claus later. Of course, the big punchline of this is that the movie is starring Santa Claus as as Detective Crashmore, this swearing, murdering cop who's on a rampage to avenge the murder of his wife. Um, and it's just a straight up trailer um, until the end, where it's like. But you and I both howled yeah. when it was like, and Santa yeah. Claus. The reveal's incredible. The reveal yes. is incredible. Because it is not he a better swears payoff. in every single line he has. Like it's not you know there are more fucks in this trailer than yeah. are in like Pulp Fiction. Like it's nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and yeah, yeah, then as Santa Claus, and it's the you know the shadowed with just the light across the eyes, like he yeah. <laughs> looks super badass. Um, uh, and uh, Biff Whiff, I don't know if we can talk about Biff Whiff yet, but yes, I don't, please I don't, let's talk about. Biff I don't Whiff. get like super excited and you know just like seeing cameos or whatever. But when we saw, have you? Did you guys see Everything Everywhere all at once? Yes, I have not seen. Okay. It. Biff Whiff is Biff in, Whiff is in it, all. and it was one of those moments, just as soon as he popped in, I, like, gasped and grabbed, like, Nancy's arm, like, oh, yeah. it's Biff Whiff! <laughs> like, I was so excited he, to see Biff Whiff outside of this simil- show. S- similarly, uh, he was actually in an episode of season two of Dave on FX, and he was playing Biff Whiff, and they show up, he's, like, at this... Oh, I forget. Dave's recording with some someone in the in the Hollywood Hills somewhere. They go to the house, and Biff Whiff is just in the back meditating, basically. <laughs> and he's like, "You can go hang out with Biff Whiff in the back." I was just like, "Biff Whiff is here! What are we doing? It's Santa Claus." Um, okay, it's going up against the twenty-one seated Cosmos Restaurant, which is the uh, the Tim Heidecker sketch of this season. 
Uh, it's definitely not as good as the season one Tim Heidecker sketch. No. Uh, but I will say it is and one that the not? more I watch it, the well, the the more I watch it, the funnier I think it is. Um, initially, the first couple times I watched it, probably I was just like, "Yeah, that's fine." Um, but it, it yeah. it's, it's very it's very Tim humor, and you know what the the season one one gets into it right away. Yeah. And this one is more of a slow build with the jokes and whatnot. Yeah. And then the last like minute of the sketch is the payoff, but the first you know you need two or three minutes of setup or whatever, and it's just kind of like. Yeah, it, it is what it is, and then it. <laughs> but when it hits, it hits. I also think there's a couple things about this sketch that I think are like particularly quirky and kind of go against the feel of the rest of the season. One of them is that it's like way more predictable than a lot of the other ones. Mm. Like when yes. the alien finally comes out and he's like, "Sorry." You can see from a mile away that Tim's going to be like, who are you? And then he does. <laughs> right. And it's still funny. Yeah. But And then there's another thing that I find funny, which is like, she takes his side. She's never like, okay, you're making a scene. Yeah. You know, she's like, yeah, which I also think is like a quirky, I don't know. It's just, it's, just how the sketches are normally structured in the show. Yeah, yeah. It like doesn't, it doesn't get... I don't know, there's almost like a hero's journey in this sketch yeah. where it's not just like just crazy. You think my life is boring? I saw my daddy get executed by the state. <laughs> now, the first, the Tim Heidecker sketch in the first season is my favorite sketch from the first season. Yeah. Um this I think oh, I okay. think I ranked it eleven or twelve. Um But I I this is tough because as as we'll see later, the other Detective Crashmore sketch is my favorite. Yes. So, like, have, without the trailer, we wouldn't get that. Um, I'm, but I think probably the Cosmos restaurant will win. Oh, I actually, th- I'm, I, uh, my prediction is the trailer will win. Okay. I think I actually had the trailer ranked above the, the Cos- Nia, you actually have the Cosmos restaurant ranked the highest of the three of us. Andy has the ranked twenty six. Oh yeah. So, Andy, why don't you go ahead and explain 26. yourself? I don't know. Well, it, like, doesn't hit at all for me. And I was thinking about why, and it might be because the sketch right before this is the Buff Boys corporate franchise sketch, uh-huh. which is the most Tim and Eric sketch to me. Like, that one feels like a Tim and Eric sketch. And I don't know if it's mm. taking that mentality then into seeing Tim Heidecker not in a Tim and Eric sketch Yeah, uh, is kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I don't like his character that much. Uh, Howie is from season one is much more interesting and, you know, you hate, kind of hate the guy, but that's what makes him fun. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. you know, never let the party die is something I, I yell every once in a while never here. Never let the party die. Yeah, but it's, you know, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's a lot going on. It's, I mean, the, the, the. We're kind of escalating with like the gross things her mom does on the radio and stuff like that. And but yeah, the end is kind of predictable. Funny line with the like, uh, oh, she spilled her cocktail. Can we get that for free? Or I'll tell them yeah. there I found a Lego head in my corn. Like that's funny. Yeah, like that. Some good stuff. But I don't know. Just like if if it had never shown up, I would have been. I wouldn't have been like, man, something's missing here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, my official prediction is the Crashmore trailer. What about you, Nia? 
I'm taking. I'm. St- I'm Cosmos. sticking with Tim Heidecker. Yeah. Andy. I'm taking Crashmore. For okay. the just for the, the line one. reading, <laughs> fucking asshole. He said that. So good. <laughs> so good. And uh, not really shit, is also a. Uh, yeah, not really is a. Probably said the most around my house. As not really. in that because he does say not really twice in this season there are two kind of key not reallys but the second not really is much more important than the ghost tour not really (laughs) if we're really (laughs) gonna start analyzing things here yeah (laughs) we move on to the five-seated dan flashes per diem versus the 28-seated framing dave we can start with framing dave since uh it is the last ranked sketch overall in the season and i don't think any of us think it'll beat um Dan Flashes. I actually had it ranked the highest. What is Framing Dave? Uh, the Poop Double. Yeah, the first sketch of the sixth episode. The Poop Double. He, oh, the, two, the two guys. Honestly, the reason that it rose, so I had it ranked 22nd. Nia had it ranked 28th, dead last. Andy had it ranked 27th, just shy of dead last. The reason that it kept rising up for me was, for whatever reason, the last two times I've watched it, him talking about... Tom and Jerry and how the cat's out and the mouse is in the house and just sniffing the mom's panties. <laughs> just the way he says it, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jerry's got the wife's panties and he's just sniffing. Like, oh my God, it's so funny. But yeah, I, I um, laugh yeah the rest of the sketch I, is just like. I, I laugh when I watch it, but I never think about it after it's gone. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I forgot what it even was. I have nothing yeah. to say about it. And the okay, funny well, part let's, of let's... that sketch is him talking about the guy who wants to buy his bike rack. Like, no, dude, you've yes. like, so far. Yeah, 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 you, you yeah. you got to yeah. come to me. Yeah, and it's not yes. even, you know, it's just a stupid part, but it's the best part. <sighs> fucking kill you, Doug, you fucking skunk! <laughs> okay, Dan Flash's per diem was the first quote that I pulled after uh, the first watch. I I instantly started saying, um, like, I'll kill ya, like that guy says to him. <laughs> yeah. I'll kill ya. Um, I'll eat your mom's wig. I'll eat her whole, fucking, her whole head. fucking head. I don't care. It's so funny that he's, like, weak. But also screaming. (laughs) I can't yell. I can't whisper. It's just funny. I don't know. It reminds me a lot of the um, of uh, meatball down my leg. Like it looks like I my ball sack ripped open. It reminds me a lot of that sketch. But it's I Dan flashes, and then of course it's built in merch. Dan flashes shirts. Yeah. Of which I did purchase one from Swayzine. <laughs> we love Swayzine. Uh, go to Swayzine shop and and get get more. Uh, I think you should leave swag always. We know that that's, uh, okay, those, so, the shirt's just the old uh, Windows screensaver, right? It okay. looks like that. <laughs> um. Yeah, the okay, shirt he so, has on uh, for four hundred fifty dollars. That's the pipes. It's the it was it would. Uh, yeah. Draw pipes, yeah. Classic. Um, so Andy and I have Dan Flashes versus the Detective Crashmore trailer. Nia has Dan Flashes versus the Cosmos restaurant. Nia, why don't you go ahead and go first? I'm assuming you're taking D-Flash. D- I, I am going to take Dan Flashes. Um, 
I I also think Dan Flashes will uh, take down uh, the fucking skunk Santa Claus. Andy, <laughs> Andy, what's your prediction? Uh, yeah, it's Dan. Dan will take it. Uh, he'll, he has enough energy <laughs> to take this one. Uh, it's still nuts. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines from that. I don't know why I had that as my note. Still nuts. That's a, Still nuts is a line that I try to incorporate in my life, and I know no one knows what it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so we then all have the matchup to win the region of the four-seeded Ghost Tour versus the five-seeded Dan Flashes. I think that I'm going to pick Dan <laughs> Flashes. Nice. Andy, what what's your prediction? I'm going Ghost Tour. I don't I think that one is too strong. I mean, I know people like Dan Flashes seems like it is the more quotable, but that's just cuz it seems weird just like yelling out big fat load come then. <laughs> But as a sketch, I think Ghost Tour, as my earlier dissertation showed, why I think that uh, sketch is so layered and and great. Yeah. I gotta agree with Andy here. I think Ghost Tour will... I think the people will vote Ghost Tour. Man, I'm on my own in this tournament. Just (laughs) picking wild cards. This is the hardest Uh, as far as, like, end, end picks go. That was one of the hardest ones for me to pick. Yeah. So the left side of the matchup, or the left side of the bracket, final four, uh, will be Carl Havoc, the one seed, versus the four-seeded Ghost Tour for me and Andy. And the one-seed Carl Havoc versus the five-seeded Dan Flashes per diem for Nia. Before we talk about that, though, we'll move over to the right-hand side of the bracket. Uh, this easy cough-and-flop region. Uh, <laughs> getting the bye is the two-seeded Corncob TV. Corncob TV will take on the winner of the 15-seeded Tammy Craps versus the 18-seeded Barbie and the Blues Brothers. The 10-seeded Diner Wink, a.k.a. Triples is Best, versus the 23-seeded The Capital Room. And the 7-seeded AOL Blast, that's why nobody fucking watches AOL Blast, versus the the 26-seeded Credit Card Roulette. So we start with Tammy Craps versus Barbie and the Blues Brothers. Tammy Craps, for me, is up there with Claire's in terms of, like, this is a great sketch, and if it was earlier in the season, I think it would have more acclaim. But since it's in the sixth episode, I feel like it doesn't get... uh, Her calling pounds lbs mm-hmm. you're not enough lbs little girl like that's so funny that me and i discovered that that the main girl in the sketch is actually uh the girl from once upon a time in hollywood oh, yeah. if you are she's also in a sitcom called uh, american housewife with Diedrich oh. bader Never watched it's terrible oh. it's terrible but Diedrich bader. i love Diedrich bader yeah he's he's funny in it He's like the pushover husband, and she, the the housewife is more. She, uh, it's the woman I can't remember what her name is, but she played Kenny Powers' love interest in like the first season. Uh, She's like the main character watch, on this. I didn't watch Eastbound and Down, otherwise I bet I could. Oh well, all right. Sorry, sorry for those who've watched it. That's who is in that one show that has the girl from the Tammy Craps sketch. Go Tammy Craps is, of course, uh, of course, a doll that uh, girls can buy. But uh, 
it does Tammy Craps doesn't have farts in its head anymore because yeah. they fired the guy who kept farting in the heads of the dolls. Uh, so there's also, uh, but there's also a lot of gas in the Tammy Craps body. So you have to be. Yeah, they have to over... use a low grade poison in order to neutralize yeah. the farts in the head. You have to be. You have to be at least uh, sixty pounds to be able to play with the Tammy Craps. Otherwise, you're going to pass out yeah. um, and potentially die. It's like smoking five macanudos a day. Exactly. Mm. Macanudo. I just love the uh, girls like that's a lot, and she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going up against the 18 seated Barbie and the Blues Brothers, which is of course uh, a bunch of friends at a uh, family or uh, not a family outing, but a friends outing, and uh, they're all hanging around. Party's kind of boring, so Tim thinks he'll do a little Blues Brothers dancing, but. Barbie, the dog who lives in the home, doesn't agree with Tim's form of entertainment, but of course, Tim doubles down, goes louder, goes harder, um, and he cries at the end of the sketch. He does. Yep. I don't know where I put this sketch, but I really hate it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. <laughs> you have it 23rd. Yeah, you actually have it higher than me. I had it 24th. Wow. Ugh. Andy, not much higher, but the highest of the three of us. Shoot, I just lost it. 19. Uh, 19, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it's the same thing, and it just gets louder. Yeah, and I just—they're all yelling. I'm just like, whatever. Tammy Crafts is so funny. I think it should win again. This runs into the same problem that I brought up with Claire's. I hope people are watching till the end um, to see Tammy Crafts. I think she'll win. I I hate the Blues Brothers. It just like makes me so mad. You're not enough LBs, (laughs) little girl. I I. Where did I have Tammy Crafts? I had Tammy Crafts 18. So I had these 18 and 19 on my own list. Mm. Um, but I'm picking uh, Barbie to, to, to win just based on the Chicago contingency that this uh, I know this podcast yeah. has. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Blues Brothers, That if you're familiar with the Blues Brothers, that bit is kind of funny. Um, I mean, Tammy Crafts is funny too. That That one is one that has like, when I originally ranked them, I had that eight, and then it like dropped down oh, to yeah. eighteen. And I don't know why. I mean, I still like it. I just I don't know. Maybe like no one ever talks about it, and it just I just kind of forget about it. Not that not people are talking about the Blues Brothers one. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I like the you know that idea where he keeps trying to get her to turn it up louder, and that that reluctant like reach to the speaker is so good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see this going either way. I felt like I needed to pick some sort of upset at some point, so this was the one that yeah. I thought would... Uh, a minor upset, but I still think Barbie and the Blues Brothers. So, Nia and I have Tammy Craps versus Corncob TV. Andy's got Barbie and the Blues, Blues Brothers yeah, versus Corncob TV. It doesn't TV, matter. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, you just got dead bodies uh, falling through shit wood hitting pavement. They're saying <laughs> Coffin Flop's not a show. <laughs> They said that to me at a dinner. <laughs> Listen, uh, call Spectrum right now. Make sure if you're in the if you're in the local LA area, call Spectrum. Make sure that they don't <laughs> drop Corncob TV as a channel. Otherwise, oh, is Spectrum it's be a travesty the, for all of us. Is that the West Coast cable provider? <sighs> yes. Yeah, we have Spectrum Wi Fi. It's also our internet. See, that's a, that's something trash. I had to do when I was like kind of going back through this season. I was looking things up to see if they were real or not. Cause just on the shops at the Creek one, they talk about one of the stores being highlighted on HGTV's sweet eats, which sounds like it's a show, but it is not a show. 
But so that's a fake show. So sometimes I don't know, you know. But Spectrum being a real thing, all right. Not I get that. To the sketch, I totally but, yeah, get that. I didn't know that. That's why I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> I wouldn't have known unless I had Spectrum that it was real. So I yeah. totally get that. Right. Yeah, I'm. I don't know if we need to talk about Corncob TV. It's going through. Yeah, it's going through. Uh, okay, the bottom half of this region. Uh, the 10 seated Diner Wink versus the 23 seated The Capital Room. We'll start with The Capital Room. Could it be you? <laughs> no. I'll say that I love Shark Tank. Mia does. <laughs> so it's, oh. it's crazy that I don't like The Capital Room more. Well, this is literally the worst Patty Harrison sketch of the three. Yes. And, and I, it's not bad. And I love her. And there are things that I like. I think about mm. her going like yeah. all the time. And then. Just her saying, like, I got sewn into the big Charlie Brown. Like, it's fu- it's very funny. I hate bald boys. Um, But, you know, it's it's an intro. It's my, an introduction to the episode. My fortune is this amount of money getting smaller forever until I die. You know, unless I make a deal with you. And she's doing this. Like, it's it's very funny. But at, at the end of the day, it just doesn't have as much depth as some of these other ones. Especially diner wink yeah. oh my god maybe the deepest sketch of yeah. the season when you say three patty harrison are you is the third one the copier one from season, season one? one okay yeah season one See, copier, i like yeah. capital room more than that sketch um, wow yeah i mean we'll get to tables but as far as capital room goes <laughs> we'll get to tables. i don't know i like capital room a lot i it, I'm not a huge Shark Tank fan, but I don't dislike it. I've watched plenty of episodes online in the background and stuff like that and highlights. And I don't know. I think she has so many just funny, weird lines in this. The, 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 let, 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 that noise. Uh, and, and popcorn like that. We say that all the time Mm. now. Uh, purple and black that comes up a lot. Um, yeah, she, yeah, the, the sketch itself is like, whatever, it's if yeah. she yeah, wasn't bringing what she was bringing, yeah, it would right. not be good at all. But I think she brings right. a lot. I mean, I had it fourteen, so yeah, I'm not like dying on a hill, but I, and I don't think it'll beat triples as best. I'm not calling it Let's diner wink. Yeah, I this saw is it, triples. I saw it referenced as Diner Wink in multiple places, so I do think that might be the official title. But that's so crazy. It yeah. is triples as best. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Nia, would you like to open our discussion about uh, Bob in this sketch? I think, again, I was a little bit of a latecomer to this um, this sketch, but just, like, Bob Odenkirk really delivers the cadence. Like, yeah. he, he perfects the, like, you think he's done, but he keeps going. Mm-hmm. He has perfected that timing. Um like, especially when he's talking about, like, I had a poster of her in my garage. Now I'm married to her. Like that, when he gets to talking about his wife. She asked me to marry her. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even I want didn't to. I didn't even want to. But, but, I'm, I, but I'm really curious, Andy, since you're such a big uh, Mr. Show, Show fan, yeah. what you think of this. Well, Andy, uh-huh. spoiler alert, had this 13th. Yeah. I mean, listen. Here, listen, the top the top half of the show is really good. So, like, even thirteen is a really good sketch, right? Um, I agree. I agree. I, yeah, I think this one is fine. I we I I'm, I 
no one else in my house really quotes this one. I quote this one all the time. Any <laughs> anything that's three, it's triples is best. Um, I interesting a lot. Interestingly enough, I was reading an article with Patty Harrison, and she was talking about writing on this show and how strict they are with how much they keep to the script except this they let bob odin this is the only time they've let anyone improvise in any of these sketches and it, of course you let bob odenkirk do it so yeah like when i saw bob yeah. odenkirk i'm like oh my god but like i have uh 55 like other bob odenkirk sketches that i like more than this one so it's like in in this context, sure, it's probably pretty good, but I like see Bob Odenkirk, and I'm and I'm running through you know every episode of of Mr. Show then, uh, and just like wrapping nostalgia around myself in a warm blanket. But <laughs> he doesn't live in a hotel. That's so interesting about the about the uh, improvising yeah. thing, uh, especially since I remember reading an article from season one where Tim Heidecker was talking about his sketch. And he thought he was going to come in and it was going to be loose and they were, you know, it was going to be whatever. And they were like, please stick <laughs> tightly to the script. And he was like, he was he was basically like, ooh, man, I don't really know the script because I thought this was going to be loose. <laughs> I didn't even read it. <laughs> so it's, it is ironic. Um, Remember I told you you'd never be a good writer because you don't have a curious <laughs> mind? Also, I don't know if this will show up on the recording, but the ice cream truck is driving by. So if you hear that. I, heard, I could is. hear it a little bit, so someone's going to hear it. <laughs> Comes every day. <laughs> uh, okay, the next matchup to see who will take on Triples is Best. 26 seated credit card roulette starring uh, John, John Early, Early versus the 7 seated AOL Blast starring Santa Claus. Let's talk about credit card roulette since I think we're all going to put AOL Blast through here, no problem. And I was shocked to see credit card roulette was ranked dead last by both Den of Geek and IndieWire. Uh, obviously, it's the 26th seed so mm. it, it was like i don't know i thought it was more middling than what it seemed like the consensus was yeah i agree i had it at 24 my first time around i had it at 27 and this is one of those where i watch it and i'm like why doesn't this work why yeah. isn't this good i should have lied i shouldn't have just said i can't pay for it i should have just lied yeah uh dump him girl that's a good that is a we, good yeah one. we uh, yeah I love that just that that whole turn where he I guess may, it could have been better maybe if you have more of that of him trying to get out of it with other people yeah just, you know are you still dating that big bad guy I mean that's a funny are you still dating that big bad guy <laughs> that's a funny line anyway um, I don't know maybe if, like there's also a part of me that's like well they would have just gone back to splitting it like one guy wouldn't just be like well all right yeah. I guess. I have to pay it now. Like, everyone would understand if they just went back yeah. to splitting the check then. Uh, dumb, dumb uh, critique. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I wish this one worked more because I love John Early. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this one didn't Listen, work. Listen, we also love John Early, but... I think this is a miscast. Oh, interesting. I think this is a misuse of John Early's talents. Mm. And I think that that's actually why it doesn't work. Mm. Because... I think if you had, like, Tim Robinson playing the John Early part, mm -hmm. I don't think he would... I think he would say, I'm not paying that. I think he'd say it in a different way. Yeah. That would maybe hit a little better. Yeah. All right, Nia. Talk about your number one sketch. <laughs> okay, well, my number one sketch is AOL Blast. Um, 
I was crying <laughs> the first time we watched this, just sobbing. And I, I know this one easily the best. A couple highlights for me are, would you ask if Leonardo DiCaprio was here, would you ask him about Christmas? It's so funny because like, he's not Santa Claus. <laughs> There's like precedent for asking Santa about Christmas. It's so funny. This is AOL Blast is, of course, the follow-up to the te- Detective Crashmore trailer where the online show AOL Blast is interviewing the three stars of the movie, including Santa Claus. Cosmic Gumbo, obviously um, iconic. Ryan and I used to joke on the set that it was like a Cosmic Gumbo. <laughs> I also think it's so funny that they never speak. That His co-stars never talk. <clears throat> that puts me off so much. Like, that kind of makes me nervous because it makes me think of... So when my youngest was growing up um, and we watched a lot of Disney shows <clears throat> and I would see, like... Um, there are so many times where they have extras come in, but then don't talk, but are like a part of the scene and have to just nod or something. Yeah. And that it drives me nuts because I just know it's like such a fucking dumb, like cost cutting technique to like not give them lines so they don't have to be paid for that. Um, so yeah, mm. just to see two people who have already had lines in the trailer not yeah. get lines, it feel, feels weird. And I don't know, maybe something was lost, like maybe it was edited out or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, it is so kind of weird how they don't speak at all. Even when introduced, they just kind of nod. Yeah. And all I could think is, oh, they saved a lot of money doing that. That's why this this is exactly why nobody watches fucking AOL Blast. The tattoo conversation <laughs> we always bullshit. quote. Unprofessional yeah. bullshit. I, I don't care about it, but it's not good behavior. That's I love that because because um, Tim Robinson has like a weird love for Christmas. That's how he and Sam Richardson really got close. Is they both love Christmas and they bonded over that when they first met. So that's why you see a lot of Christmas sketches and stuff like that. Um... But yeah, just this weird, like, Santa Claus lore, where it is like he's kind of trapped in this position, and he's like, look, I've got rules I have to follow. Like, I don't care if you have a tattoo, but it's like, in my job description, I am not allowed to give you a present if you got a tattoo that's here. It's not good behavior. Yeah. So good. That's so funny. What a, that's such a funny concept. It's, it's the best. Well, this gives us a very hard matchup between... AOL Blast and the Diner Wink. I, um, I think this is going to go to Diner Wink, even though AOL Blast is my favorite. <laughs> I think Triples is best, is probably better, and should mm. should win. Andy? I also think Diner is going to take it. I, I, the power of Bob Odenkirk is too strong to, you know, Biff Whiff doesn't stand a chance. I also think Diner Week will advance. Now, if there had been three Bob- Crashmore sketches... Maybe, because triples is best. Now, who maybe, knows? Who maybe. Knows? Well, okay, so the final for the final for the coffin flop region, then, is the two-seated Corncob TV versus the ten-seated triples is wow. best. Wow, that's a tough. I think this is the toughest matchup for me so far. I don't yeah, in go terms first. of what I think the people will do, I also think this is the toughest. I'll, I'll, I'll fall on my sword here. I'll explain myself first. I obviously love uh, Corncob TV. I do think the power of Bob will uh, shine through. And overall, it's like, you know, I love Corn Cop TV. I think it's so funny, but for the most part, it is fairly one note. 
Um, and that note fucking sings, baby. <laughs> but I just think the 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 just the Bob Odenkirk sketch is so good, and it just he keeps going like you were saying, and so I, I'm I'm taking Diner Wink, Andy. Um, I'm actually going Corn Cob TV. I uh, as yeah, much love it. as oh, that this one was really hard too, but I just think people. More people will probably have seen this one if you don't binge the whole thing at uh-huh. once. They'll, they'll see. It. I say uh-huh. this one because, of course, I'm pointing at my t- my t shirt that I'm wearing. Yeah. Um, like I wore this to a music festival, and I'm a you know kind of introverted guy. I don't like talking to strangers that much. And what a mistake wearing this shirt because not only will people <laughs> interact with you, but they run up to your face and scream like, "I didn't do shit! I didn't do shit!" Um, so the people not only recognize this, but get hyped, fucking hyped for it. So that's kind of what just my own personal anecdotes are what pushed this one over for me. But I think this one might be the closest. This is my prediction as for a closest one. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, Andy, that explanation really sold me. Wow. Um, And I'm also going to choose corn cob tv and we were we were in an airport and somebody trent was wearing his hat and the guy across from us was like coffin flop (laughs) so like i've also seen that happen and uh yeah it might just be that quick hit might be better than the they're saying it's not a real show yeah (laughs) yeah but that's just an opinion from some dumb hick yeah. <laughs> the final region, the lower right hand side of the bracket. The sketch with the bias is the three seated tables. What do we want to call this region in honor of tables? Don't ask about the tables region. Tables is her job region. Yeah, what's her job? The Eddie yeah. Munster. I was gonna region. say Eddie Munster oh. region. That was I think Eddie suggestion. Munster. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so the matchups are as follows. The three-seated tables will take on the winner of the 14-seated Calico Cut Pants and the 19-seated I Don't Know How to Drive. The 11-seated Jamie Taco takes on the 22-seated Carver Vac. And the 6-seated Brian's Hat takes on the 27-seated Little Buff Boys Corporate Promotion. Uh, okay, Calico Cut Pants, easily the longest sketch of both seasons of this show. I know it's pretty... A whole 20 minutes. <laughs> it's pretty... I feel like it's divided. Um, Nia had it ranked 17th. I actually had it ranked 23rd. Wow. Andy has it ranked... Andy has it ranked 8th. <laughs> there's a couple 8s in here. Den of Geek has it ranked 2nd. And then there's a 24th and a 20th. So wow. it's all over the map. Yeah, yeah I, this is one I'm not going to be like, you guys are crazy. Um, I think I had it here. I, I kind of just like the ambition, ambitiousness of it because yes. it is so long. Um, it has a lot of little great uh, nuggets in it as it goes through, like the reveal of the wife eating the batteries. Uh, <laughs> just him as a character. Uh, the you know you wore that dress yesterday line I love. Uh, there's one where you know on whatever repeat viewing it was. At when he sends uh, Michael Bryan, who's the main guy in the sketch, uh, yeah. he sends him the video to watch. Now, you can see their, you know, their previous text exchanges. Yes. And through yes. this, you're like, oh, 
Tim Robinson is like a super annoying guy that no one wants to be around. But earlier in their text exchange, Michael Bryan asks Tim if he wants to go get lunch, and he turns him down. So it's like, oh, uh, maybe there's not the power the power levels I thought that were going on. It's just a weird little uh, detail that I, I love that they yeah. added in there. Um, you gotta give. Yeah, you gotta yeah, give. Yeah, I think this this sketch definitely has great quotes like hold that door hold that door um you hit me in the cup you hit me in the cup (laughs) and then like you know the whole thing is kind of like a horror movie yeah um and it is good but it's just it's simply too long for me yeah Yeah. if it was three segments yes when i was re-watching this i watched it up in you know we've set up a projector in our garage during the summer and we watch movies out there and stuff so i was watching that we'd gotten back from the bar and i was like I'm gonna. I gotta rewatch season two. So I was watching that. My neighbor came over and he was watching it with me. And then this sketch came and I'm enjoying it. But by the end, I'm like, have I just lost him? Like, because he's not. You yeah. know, he's not a super big sketch guy. But I was just like, I don't know if the length of this is was too much. But mm. you know, he seemed to like it. He was like, yeah, I've worked with people like that. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so you know. Uh, there, there's something for everyone in this it. sketch, but I, I mean, I, I think it will win over. I don't know how to drive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout sure. out, shout out to my main man Brody King, who plays Mike the Rock Davis in Calico Cup Pants. Oh yeah, you uh, know, okay. Yeah, you know of the from the uh, WWW. <laughs> yeah, he's a professional. He is a real life professional wrestler playing a fake professional wrestler. Um, okay. I don't know how to drive. How do we feel about this sketch? Uh, I think it's I think it's good. There's some good stuff in there, but we Andy and Nia both had it 25th, and I had it 20th. Yeah. It's like it's not bad. It's not bad. There's just not a lot of meat on no. the bone. Yeah. The the guy in Tim- it, John Solomon. I had to look him up because I was like, what's he done? Nothing. I guess he's just good at pissed off yelling, which he's great at in this. <laughs> he is great at it. Yeah. Tim is a guy in a parking lot who is driving a car, and he literally does not know how to drive. So the guy's He doesn't young. know what any of that shit is, and he's scared. Yeah. And he's crying. I'm scared. <laughs> yes, just so much crying. That's the horn. I don't know that! <laughs> it's good, but like Trent said, no meat on the bone. No. Yeah. I do think I do think Calico will advance here. I had it when I originally um, did them as 20th, and it's dropped considerably. Mm. Yeah. I think it. I think uh, push come to shove kind of don't matter who advances here because it's going up against tables. Don't ask about the tables. <sighs> Nia, go ahead. You yeah. start. I don't. I don't have much to say about this sketch other than it's like it has a little bit of that predictability, like the Tim Heidecker sketch. Like he says, like don't worry about her job before we even see. So, like, you know it's going to be something wacky, but it's so funny. And she's, like, so <laughs> angry, like, <laughs> trying to scrub the table. She's just so This is my life. Funny. This is how oh, I keep my, my tables. house hot. <laughs> just... If I was a farmer and you came and kicked my corn, you think I wouldn't be mad? <laughs> she's just great. And I, the kids in it are great. They're so like, good. They totally get it, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's just a really perfect sketch at, at the end because I think it's in the last episode. It is, yeah. It's right it's after great. Dave. Okay. We go from Dave into tables. 
Episode six, if you take out Dave, is strong because it's tables, Tammy, craps, Claire's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff in there. Uh, okay, so we all think tables will advance. Moving on, the 11-seated Jamie Taco, also known as I Love My Wife, versus the 22-seated Carber Reputation Vacuum. Uh, the Carber Vac uh, is, of course, the follow-up to the first sketch of the season. Uh, Tim, from that sketch, ended up getting fired from his job after choking on the hot dog for uh, during skipping lunchtime. Um, and now he's designed a vacuum to suck a hot dog right out of your throat if you're choking on it. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, the sketch is fine. It is what it is. But it's got one of my favorite lines, which is, You sure about that? You sure about that? That's why? You sure about that's why? I also like, which shouldn't be allowed. Which yes. shouldn't be allowed. And the big wet diaper, Pat. Big wet diaper. Pat. <laughs> He's really good at patting himself. Tim yeah. Robinson is. Uh, I, I like okay. this sketch because it's uh, something you don't really ever see, where it's a continuation of a sketch in a different episode. You will have yeah. a lot of sketch shows will do like oh, I'm going to set something up in this sketch, and then maybe the last sketch will pay it off or something. But to have it five episodes later seems so odd. <laughs> um, but I kind of like that. But yeah, I don't think it's going to win any. It ain't going to beat Jamie Taco. Nia, you want to start on Jamie Taco? Yes. I In our rewatch the other night, I said to Trent, I, I think I, I think Jamie Taco for me is six or... Nia, you have this four, which is highest of anybody, wow. including okay. the, the online rankings and, and the three of us. So I said to Trent, even though it's not my favorite, I think it might be the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, like, where, you know, and we've talked about this not so explicitly yet, but, like... The first season, I feel like, really used people well. Mm-hmm. And this season, we've talked about some miscasts, like mm-hmm. the John Early, Tim Heidecker's not as strong as he was, you know, is Patty Harrison being used correctly? I think that this guy who plays the guy... Paul Walter Steve, Hauser? Yeah. Yeah. Is so perfect. What is his in name this. in the sketch? I was going to say Richard Jewell is his name. <laughs> right. Um... Oh my god, I don't remember. We'll think on it. Yeah, we'll think on it. Continue, I, Nia. I also just, th- I just like the "I hate my wife" stuff is so prevalent <laughs> in our culture, yeah. like that it's it's just so funny to see someone like really think about like their perfect wife and just be like, I can't, I can't, like I I love my wife, and then the the end is so good when they're like. You're not even going to stay for the sleepover, and the camera pans to all the sleeping bags. A bunch of 50-year-old men with sleeping bags. And then he just goes, I gotta go. It's It's just so, it's so drama-filled, but it's so funny. It just has, uh, it has a little bit of everything, so I really love this sketch. I think you maybe said some of the lines that are my lines. (laughs) Well, who said the line? Well, you did. I guess it's my line. And she, no one knows. It was the... She goes, it was the best line of the night. Yeah. She's just so supportive. It's so And her, funny. Cut a, as they're leaving, she's like, when you said, and they cut it off, but it's like yeah. she's going to say the only line he said. Yeah, uh, yeah his, right, uh, Paul so Walter all... Hauser, is, uh, his voice is ASMR to me. And I, I uh, have this at 15, and I originally had it at 14, but I do love it. Like, I don't know why it ranks so low, and it might just be because of the strength of the of the top half, but... 
Yeah. Um, yeah, even the guy who plays Jamie Taco, is, he's just one of those weirdos that they found for this who fits that part yes. perfectly. Um, yeah, and I've done, you know, I've done a lot of community theater, so I've really identified the sketch, you know, especially not to be too sappy, but yeah, I really have a, like, gross infatuation with my own wife and like i i would do that i'd be like i can't believe she does everything for us and here i am bad mouthing her like and punish myself and leave a party just for that yeah yeah once once upon a time i drew from i, I drove from chicago to valparaiso on two separate occasions to see my boy andy urschel in a local production of hurley burley yeah it was good stuff thanks trent uh, so speaking of good stuff, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of good stuff, we have the twenty-seven seated Little Buff Boys corporate promotion versus somebody's number one, but the tournament's number six seed, Brian's Hat. Let's start with the Little Buff Boys corporate com- corporate promotion. Um, I don't really have anything to say about this sketch. Um, Cherry Chuck Salad. That's I, all you got to say about yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't ranked last. Nia has it ranked second to last. Andy, you had it ranked twenty second. Uh, any any thoughts, or you can just jump right into Brian's hat if you want to. Uh, yeah, not really. I don't know why I have it that high. I mean, I, uh, uh, <laughs> why did I have it that high? I don't know. Um, I think I like Jerry Chuck's out a lot. It is kind of just a weird uh, sketch. I like the idea of there being corporate franchises for this dumb competition. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's not. It's whatever. We goosed them. Yeah. <laughs> Gooses. That, I will say it's between our never coming back to that sketch. That is the bit. Through the first rewatch, like Goose Suit, I'm like, that's the thing that's going to catch on. Like everyone's going to be saying Goose Suit, and barely anyone yeah. did Goose Suit after that. So may, that might be why I, yeah. that's not I'd, ranked as high. I'd, I'd, I'd say it's not a typical Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, okay, Brian's, Andy, Brian's hat. hat. Talk okay. about it. Um, all right, so this is weird. I mean, I love Brian's hat. The first time I ranked him, I have it as number one. When I did this ranking, I have it as number one. If I were to do my rankings right now, it'd be number two. We'll get we'll get to that. Oh, later. I know it's weird, um, but I do love this sketch. I think it's uh, another one of those like multi-layered uh, sketches. It's like a yes. sketch in a sketch, which I yes. I think in retrospect, a lot of people are like, eh, okay, whatever. To me, it's still great. It's not like, oh, no one's ever done that before, and that's why I like it. I think I like the idea of it being a good, I think you should leave sketch, and then done in this monotone. Like, someone someone is literally describing the sketch in a monotone voice, which almost, to me, makes it five times funnier. Uh, the hat is so stupid. I myself struggle with hats. I can never. I've got a giant head, so it's like I can't get normal hats. I have to just say, "What do you? What's your largest hat?" And hope that yeah. looks good on me, um, which they never do. So I, you know, I, I can sympathize with this guy trying to fit in, um, but man, just the idea of this dumb hat and him the the reveal of him in the sketch. Because as you know, the sketch itself is just—it's a courtroom. Uh, there's been some insider trading, and they're reading text messages. And in the text message, in the body of the text messages, these two employees are making fun of this guy Brian and his hat. But the the just the uh, oh my god, did you see Brian's hat and that fucking focus shift to where then you see him 
<laughs> sitting like I, I don't. It, it looks like he's in the jury, but I don't think he's in the jury. But yeah, but just no, along no, no, no. the wall of the courtroom and that look oh. on his face, like, are they talking about me? And you know what? Yeah, and the his his second when they bring it back up, his second what the hell has probably become. Yeah. The thing I say the most, I say it at any opportunity. We we watched uh, just watching the Batman, and when he's like peeping on Selena Kyle, and she does this like yeah. acrobatic jump out of her window, I just go, "What the hell?" <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah, I just love everything about that sketch. Mm. I think it'll win. I think it'll win. Uh, I think it'll win this round. I will say, I, at number six, uh, this is another one of those Principal Skinner moments. I'm like, am I out of touch? Because if, if it's at six on this and I had it at one, that means it is ranked pretty low in some lists. It's got to be. Well, Nia has it five. There's a couple at four, two, seven, or seven and eight. Uproxx had it at 14, and I had it at 11. Wow. 14? And I... I don't know what to say. I think I my I just want to say that my favorite part of Brian's hat has always been when he takes the dice out of his pocket and he shoves them over with his foot. That's my favorite. Part. And the other guy kicks him back. He's like, "Stop fucking with them. fucking with them." Oh my god, it's so good. What the? Hell? The guy in the store said I was the only guy he's ever seen pull it off. Yeah, don't do the voice. Um, don't don't do the voice. That that's another yeah. one. I try to use as much as I can. Okay, oh well, I feel, I feel like I feel like this is going to be very hard. Um, these next, well, the bottom matchup and then tables. Um, I think so. We all have tables versus uh, calico pants. That's correct. Yeah. And I think we'd probably all think tables is going to go through. Yeah. Ta- yeah. Don't even ask me about the tables. <laughs> okay, so then this gives us Jamie Taco versus Brian's hat. I think Brian's hat's going to win. I know Andy thinks Brian's hat's going to win. I picked Jamie Taco. You did? On what I think, yes, I went totally in my head. I was like, if I think this is number one and it's ranked number six, I have obviously a a, a misconstrued idea of how good this sketch is. And I do Mm. think Jamie Taco's sketch is good. And I could see people voting for and I do see people voting for Jamie Taco over Brian's hat. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong and that I'm validated and that that sketch is good. But this could be the, you know, worms are their money. The Jamie Taco could be the uh, yeah. weirdo one that comes out of here. Yeah. Listen, that's, I, not to relitigate the first tournament, but the bones are their money, I think maybe is the best sketch. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, stick, I'll stick with Nia and say Brian's hat goes through. So Nia and I have Brian's hat versus Tables. And uh, Andy has Jamie Taco versus Tables. Nia, who's winning the region for you? Brian's hat. Whoa! Whoa! Easy, easy pick. I love to hear that. I I think this will be Tables. Really? I do. Even though it's in the last episode, something it seems to have cut through more than Claire's or Cami Craps. And now that I say that, I'm kind of questioning myself, <laughs> and I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna immediately switch. He's switching to Brian's, Brian's hat. hat. Wow. I, th- I think Brian's hat wins the region. Andy? I think Tables wins it. And if I were to do my list again today, Tables would be my number one. The, as I was wow. like writing things out, 
Because when I initially wow. did my list, tables was nine. And this time I did my list, tables was two. Uh, I wow. think that's a sketch I have really, really come to appreciate how well it's laid out. The, you know, it's, man, I, uh, how long How long do we have? I don't want to go too long on my love of tables. <laughs> but I think that that sketch is, it, you know, it's, it's, I can see where you think it might be a little predictable. Um, but it's in the best way because he, yeah, he mm-hmm. does set it up. He's, he's obviously, he's, uh, you know, it's about distraction, right? That's what this lesson is about is don't get distracted while you're driving. So, and you know, the end, like he sets everything up so nice, like, okay, we're going to watch this video. Here's some things in it. And then immediately shift, like, don't ask about the tables. Because you know he's had to fucking explain these tables a hundred times. Because the video is made so poorly. And there's so much extra information in the actual video they have to watch. That they they have no choice but to, ironically, get distracted from the video about not getting distracted. I love that extra layer. You can see on his face just like... As the lines, because he's like, I've seen this a hundred times. So he knows exactly <laughs> the fucking point that everyone's going to get lost. And you can see him get mad. You, He's so reluctant to come out and ask questions about it because he knows they're immediately going to go to the tables. Now, could he like have just been like, you learn later? Well, no, he wouldn't even do that because he he is still under this assumption of like, She's not the same person. I don't know if she's the same person. Like, it's the same actress. I don't know if she's supposed to be the same person. Because the tables yeah. are different every time. Uh, you know. Also, a, uh, I love the, uh, the horror element to it. I, I like horror movies. Uh, so just that she does, like, horror movie conventions or, or other horror conventions. I love that. And the, uh, fuck, they're so dirty is my favorite line reading in, in the entire series. <laughs> That that I could I wish that were like my ringtone. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my. I could go on and on and on about how how much I love tables, and it just it skyrocketed from nine to two, and then just re just doing notes on this and really thinking about that sketch. I'm like, wow, no, I think that's my number one now. So, I, love I mean, that. these the seeds are tainted now, but I don't think it would have changed much. Well, here's how the final four sits for all of us. Andy is going chalk across the board. He's got the one-seated Carl Havoc versus the four-seated Ghost Tour. And on the right side, he's got the two-seated Corncob TV versus the three-seated Tables. Nia has the one-seated Carl Havoc versus the five-seated Dan Flashes Flashes per diem on the left side. And the two-seated Corncob TV versus the six-seated Brian's Hat on the right side. Left side for me is the one seed Carl Havoc versus the uh, four seed Ghost Tour. And on the right side, the 10 seeded uh, Diner Wink versus the six seeded Brian's Hat. Here we go. We'll start with Carl Havoc versus the Ghost Tour. Andy and I, I believe, are both picking Carl Havoc over the Ghost Tour. I am. Is that correct? Yes. Nia, Carl Havoc versus uh, Dan Flashes. Carl Havoc. Carl Havoc all the way. We move to the right side. Andy, let's start with you. Corncob TV versus tables. 
Uh, I'm picking tables just based on my uh, plead uh, and and showcase of how it's it is the best sketch. It's actually yeah. underrated at three. So mm. how could it you know how could it mm. lose to a two? I don't I don't understand. Mm. Uh, okay, <laughs> Nia, you also have corncob TV, but it's against Brian's hat. Brian's hat. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I love this. I love that. I I get to push Brian's hat through the finals without having to do it myself. Yes, someone's doing uh, it. I, I I also have Brian's hat in the final, but I have it against Bob Odenkirk, the diner wink, and I think I gotta say Brian's hat as well. And honestly, now that I'm looking at it, I kind of feel like I fucked up, and I think Corncob TV will win. But I'm going Brian's hat. Nia's going Brian's hat. So Nia and I both have Brian's hat, the six seed versus the one seed Carl Havoc. Andy has the one-seated Carl Havoc versus the three-seated Tables. Andy, we'll start with you. Tables or Carl Havoc? It's Carl Havoc. <laughs> yeah, it is Carl Havoc. And I'll make that a perfect trio. That's the one. I if I, if I, I'm I like, I have one anymore. sketch to show someone, that's what I show them. If they don't yeah, like that one, that's... don't even waste your fucking time with the show then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. It is like very all-encompassing of the whole series. Yes, like tone, humor, length, cadence, all that. Um, Amount not, of shit on Tim's body. It's not my favorite, but I understand why it's first. <laughs> I do. Oh, all right. Well, here we are—the end of the road for us on Whoa. this uh, bracket reveal episode. But now, all week. Voting is open, everybody. Yeah, vote. If you am if I allowed to vote, to vote as a guest, or because absolutely. this is my episode? All right, cool, excellent. All right, no, good. absolutely. Past guests have voted during their episodes, um, and, and in fact, uh, Nia and I are also allowed to vote, but we never do, and we never will. Uh, <laughs> but if you, like Andy Urschel, would like to vote in this tournament, there's a few ways you can uh, get that information. Number one, you can visit our webpage at thetritonnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. Go there. There's a Vote Now button. You click on that. That'll take you to the Vote Center. Uh, option number two, follow us across all of our social media on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter at the Pod. We post the link to vote there every day that there is voting. Uh, and finally, whatever... Uh, Whatever podcast medium you're choosing to listen to this episode to, uh, a link to the Vote Center is in the notes of this podcast episode, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podbay, Stitcher, what have you. Um, Voting for this tournament will be as follows. Opening round voting will take place on Monday, July 11th and Tuesday, July 12th. Uh, Second round voting will take place on Wednesday, July 13th. Quarterfinal voting will take place on Thursday, July 14th. Uh, semifinal voting will take place on Friday, July 15th. And finals voting will take place on Saturday, July 16th. We'll tally everything up, record the, the, the results episode on Sunday, July 17th. A day of rest for all of you attorneys. Um, and then the winner will be re- revealed next Monday on July 18th on a brand new episode of the podcast, uh, and final thing, voting uh, for each round will close at approximately 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time uh, for each round. Um, okay, I think that's it 
logistics wise i gotta say i love uh, the new format the two-week format it's got to be much easier for you guys too and i i, it I is. like it a lot <laughs> yeah i'm glad i honestly i'm glad to hear that you like it uh it is much easier on us <laughs> so I think so it's much easier, uh, I think, for uh, the attorneys as well. I mean, there's a lot to, I can't, you know, when days when I don't vote, I feel like garbage. Yeah. Like I'm really yeah. not doing yeah. my part, you know. Uh, well, Andy, you're certainly someone who does their part. Andy, as I said, has been an attorney at Pod since day one. He uh, reaches out to us all the time about different tournaments, and you're someone who I love talking to, not just about tournaments, but about everything in life. And for me, this conversation was incredibly enjoyable. And if you're a listener who would like to hear more from Andy, Andy has a podcast of his own. I do. Which which you should listen to, Slumber Pod Massacre. Slumber Andy, Podcast you... Massacre. It's called Slumber Podcast no, Slumber Massacre, Pod Massacre. Massacre with TNA. Slumber Pod. It's a it's a show I do with my friend Tim. Uh, we're uh, not lifelong friends, but we met early in high school. Uh, and every week, yeah, we talk about a different movie uh, from the horror genre. So we like to play it loose, you know. We uh, John Carpenter once said, uh, "Horror is a reaction, not a genre." So we really lean into that. So you know, we've done you know your Nightmare on Elm Streets, but you know we've done like Synecdoche, New York, and things like that. You know, every once in a while we like to really bring in the abstract. We recently I'm had Justin the, Long uh, on for an interview. That was yeah, that was big. That was just some weird serendipitous thing that happened. Like, don't expect a lot of celebrity interviews <laughs> on our show. But uh, <laughs> if you like to hear two uh, friends uh, passionately talk about uh, movies, who love movies, and I mean, Tim likes horror movies way more than I do. This was kind of a mm. I just I wanted to watch more horror movies, and no one in my house is going to do it with me, so I just had to force it. But yeah, new episodes well, every excited. Monday. I'm, ex- I'm excited for the eventual uh, CalicoCutPants.com episode. <laughs> well, yeah, we could. That's not a bad bonus. That's what I'm saying. Um, like Andy, thanks for joining us. This was a blast and a long time thanks coming. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, yeah, a huge fan of the show. Huge fan of the Trident Network. I'm a Twitch subscriber, so, you know, not... Wow. Uh, yeah. Kudos to everyone working down there at the Trident Network. Working hard. Uh, Nia, any final thoughts on this tournament or Andy or the Trident Network or anything? So glad we got to talk to Andy. So glad it was for season two of I Think You Should Leave. Um, So happy to please our fans. Yeah. And of course, if you (laughs) haven't watched season two for whatever reason, as I've said before, the whole season can be watched in one single 90-minute sitting. That's less than most movies today. I also had to... If you... I also had to shout out, uh, we couldn't be doing season two without season one. Shout out to Cameron Hurd and his episode of I Think You Should Leave Season One. A great yes. pleasure to hear uh, the three of you talk about that show. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, we love our boy Cammy. When you we do Top Fish Andy. albums, you have to have us on together, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys can just do the podcast. I won't even be there. <laughs> That's a great place to wrap it up. Uh, Thanks, everybody, as always, for joining us on this journey called Tourney. And remember, may the thing with the most votes win. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. Five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Tourney Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to find out what won our best I Think You Should Leave Season 2 sketch tournament.